From Up North News, I'm Pat Kreitlow. It's Wednesday, December 2nd. And uh, before we have the statistics on the coronavirus outbreak, let's talk about coronavirus relief for a moment. Which would you rather have, a really bad relief bill or no bill at all? It isn't really much of a choice, and it's kind of moot anyway, as we'll tell you in just a moment. Uh, first, the numbers. Another 3,777 coronavirus cases in the state with a positivity rate of 38%. Still really high. The virus is still spreading, and there are another 82 deaths to report on Wednesday. Uh, the closest thing to good news is that hospitalization numbers have gone down for another day. But again, still too soon to tell if we are on the way down or in a pause before a post-Thanksgiving surge. So again, please take all the precautions you can to avoid catching and spreading the virus. Now back to relief legislation so sorely needed, uh, still way overdue in Madison, in Washington. Well, in Madison, where the legislature hasn't met since April 15th, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss unveiled several initiatives on Tuesday evening most of them having nothing to do with relief, much more to do with mandates and uh, tying the hands of local officials. There would be the required reopening of state offices and employees having to come into work, despite the threat of spreading coronavirus there. Uh, schools would be more or less coerced into reopening, teachers coming there, they and staff being exposed to coronavirus potentially there. Local health officials would get new restrictions on whether they could in turn restrict businesses to prevent the spread of coronavirus, uh, and even an imposition of a supermajority rule on school boards uh, coming from the so-called party of local control would require a supermajority vote of school boards uh, before they could halt in-person classes and go to virtual instruction. So all in all, not a lot of things in the bill that people are actually looking for in terms of coronavirus relief, but that's coming from the Assembly Republican leader. The Senate has a new Republican leader. Devin Lemahieu uh, took the place of Scott Fitzgerald, who was elected to Congress, and Senator Lemahieu, it doesn't matter what's in the Voss bill, and it doesn't matter what Governor Tony Evers has proposed well before that. He says the Senate's not going to come into session anytime soon. They are scheduled to come in for inauguration day of the new members on January 4th, so they will meet then. And if that's the case, that will mean 264 days has passed since April 15th until January 4th with nothing done about coronavirus in Wisconsin for the businesses and the families so severely impacted by it. Well, in uh, another other news about politicians behaving badly, Senator Ron Johnson comes to mind, and he is the focus of an article that was put on a conservative website, the website started by Charlie Sykes out of Milwaukee, who is uh, extremely Republican, but he is extremely against Donald Trump. So bear that in mind when you hear that the article that was put there is by somebody else who is a Republican and not in favor of President Trump the former chair of the Brown County Republican Party, Mark Becker. He writes about a phone call that he had with Senator Johnson a couple of weeks back, in which Ron Johnson, who has publicly said it's too soon to say if Joe Biden won the election, told him he knows Joe Biden won the election, but he can't say so publicly because it would be, quote, political suicide to do so. Uh, he, Senator Johnson, also called Trump a very colorful name, 
that I'm not going to use here, but said even though he is one of those things, uh, Johnson still admires him for his positions and for the big crowds that he gathers at his rallies. And, and that's why he's very hesitant to say that President Trump has been defeated. We'll say it. He has. And we want to tell you about a story that you'll find on our website of something good being done for a woman who has had her life affected by tragedy three times over in 2020. Uh, her name is Mrs. Irene, Irene Alexander in Madison. Uh, over the summer, she lost her 11-year-old great-granddaughter to a shooting. She was the unintended victim of gunshots in Madison. Uh, then Mrs. Irene's brother passed away in September, and then her husband died of cancer in November. And so now Michael Johnson, the president of the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Madison, put out the call that Mrs. Irene's home is uh, sorely in need of repairs and put out the call for donations and for volunteers. Well, construction companies and Target and a hotel and donors have all stepped forward to try to help Mrs. Irene at least have a more comfortable place to live after such a terrible year. So we have that story of a community coming together and ways that you can help in that particular project. So all that and more on our website, upnorthnewswi.com. From the editor's desk, I'm Pat Kreitlow.